Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast, Festivus 2019 edition. That's right, it's December 23rd in the Garden District of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We're watching some Vikings Green Bay Fudge Packers on the TV right behind us or in front of us, depending on which angle you are in the room. Actually, none of it's behind you. Really really letting the viewers know, uh, you know, the setup here. Okay, so I'll keep going. There's a there's a nice <laughs> fake Christmas tree in here. Um, I think I think uh, y'all had a Christmas tree last year, if I remember right. No, that we was, did not. All right, I'm not very astute observator, but I will tell you that uh, I can tell Al did not decorate the tree because there's no way he's got skills like that, unless the tree became pre-decorated since it's a fake. But. Uh, I, I'm not. Good what do you mean? Yeah, I can't decorate the tree. It's all it is is hanging, uh, putting things on a, a limb. It's not very difficult. You're not. Th- things are spaced out too well, and it looks like people put some time in it. And I don't think you would ever spend enough time to do that. I did all the ornaments. Amber did the ball ones. I did like the trucks and whatnot. So why would you let Amber handle the balls and you do the trucks? Because you're not a truck guy, and she doesn't have balls. It should have been vice versa. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so we're on Festivus, and part of Festivus is airing of grievances. We're getting right into it. Unless you want to go somewhere else. I mean, I can I can burn if you need me to burn. I mean, if you want to go straight into airing of grievances, go, I mean, you may want to get a little. You know, I got a little joke to start off with. Uh, okay, go uh, ahead. Yeah, uh, what's your what's your favorite ballet? The Nutcracker. Yeah, and then you hit him in the nuts. You should try that at a Christmas party. Well, don't do it during a work Christmas party because that could be sexual harassment. If Craig was at your work Christmas party, you would do it to him? Mm, I don't know because, well, yeah, maybe because Craig always pays people to touch his nuts, so maybe he'd pay me. Right. I mean, you know, this is similar to the, what's the capital of Thailand? Bangkok, boom, you hit him in the nuts. This is... This guy, this guy has legs. What if they say something other than nutcracker? Oh, I thought it was nutcracker. Okay. All right. So you, you just quick on your toes there. Okay. Hey, I'm a big nutcracker guy, though. Good uh, good ballet. I'm do a fan. Do you I, have I'm any a big nutcrackers rat, in here? I'm a big rat king guy. No, I do not have any nutcrackers in here. Maybe but, next year. That'd be a good little uh, decor thing. Just get, get some nutcrackers. I think that always looks good. It makes you look civilized. But don't actually crack nuts in them. Why not? What kind of nuts would you? What kind of nuts actually get cracked? Are they like big pecans? I mean, you have chestnuts roasting by an open fire. Throw a chestnut in that bitch. Walnut. I've never. Okay, walnut seems like one. I've never actually seen a chestnut. <laughs> like, could you point? If you said pictures of various nuts, unless it was process of elimination, do you think you could get chestnut? I think it's a round nut. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, you keep describing some chestnuts. I'm gonna look. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna look up what a chestnut. What, looks what is like. it? What is this segment called? Know your nuts. 
I like it. Let's see what chestnuts look like. Chestnuts roasting. See, yeah, I, they're kind, they're kind of round. Let the uh, let the record show that I'm I'm podding through injury here. I'm I'm drinking a hot toddy, uh, trying to recover from a cold after Kruski's rager of a birthday Christmas party. Happy birthday, Kruski! Also, a little housekeeping. Opened up a Christmas uh, card right before you got here, Harley. Congratulations to Kevin Rach. Got a baby boy on the way. Oh, I did get that card. Now that you mention that, I did get that card. <laughs> I, so you, you have a blind spot with babies. Oh, and another little housekeeping on top. Your sister-in-law who had a baby last podcast, you guessed what the, you thought you knew what the baby's name was. Turns out you always guess wrong. <laughs> so I did guess wrong. Um, I think I said it's Anelsley, and it's actually Adeline. So messed up on that one. Uh, if you listen... Uh, brother-in-law or sister-in-law uh, apologies did not mean to uh get the name wrong it's like madeline but without an m yeah adeline yeah that's fine harley you were real adeline by not knowing your niece's name <laughs> that's a good pun i like it, it i think it, i think it's pretty good um i should have known i do feel bad i still haven't met my niece yet that's on the books to do sometime during Christmas break since I'm off of work and not going back till next decade. Oh. Also a good work joke if you're off already. Oh, God. See you next decade. Oh, it always plays. First day back at work. Man, this is rough. I haven't worked since last decade. Yep. Um, Dan would love that joke. Yeah, Dan, feel free to use that joke all the time. Yeah, so, all right, Harley, sorry to cut you off. We just had a little housekeeping on top. So you're going right into Aaron of Grievances. Yeah, so I got a couple here. I think I count one, two, three, four. Damn. That are on my list. All right, so let's get the first one out of the way. Fuck you, Pooler, and your bullshit ability to pick greater than 67% NFL games in our shitty little contest after threatening to never do it last year because you felt first place should have got more money because we didn't have it agreed upon up front. Through he got sh- first place last year, yeah, too? through this huge temper tantrum about how this is complete bullshit, blah, 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 and... Then when I hit him up this year, he's like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Like nothing ever happened. Thinking, when did he? Where did he throw this temper temper tantrum on Facebook? Either Facebook messages or my text. I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to go back and look. But he throws this big old temper tantrum, and then you shouldn't he, have got him mad. This is grudgier. This is like Belichick after Spygate. Yeah, but even the Pats don't normally go back to back. They get an off year in between there. Well. It was complete bullshit. He's hitting 67%. He kind of made, like, getting first place so fucking far away. And now I, of course, choked in week 16. So now I need to have a really good week 17 to finish in the money, which never fucking happens. Yeah, I I faltered down the stretch, but I'm still two games up on Soda. So barring him going 5-0 and and me, you know, getting two wins, I I feel decent about it. You think – Joe legitimately thinks you cheat off a of soda. I haven't even watched the Christmas v- v- video yet. Like I, I always don't even watch it the week of. Like not I, I, I haven't even seen all the ones this year. Like I'll I'll wait a little. You? Well, I'll like wait a little bit and then binge watch a couple. And I have a blind spot for babies. I've watched every soda. I'm pretty much almost immediately when Joe sends me a leak, I watch because I'm a good guy. Yeah, and you also want to fade soda. I don't think I ever – I normally, to be honest with you, rarely do I change my picks after I immediately put the lines in on Wednesday. I like that. I don't change much, and if I do, 
I always fucked myself over. Like the previous week, I changed out the fucking uh, Cardinals for the Saints. Now both end up covering, but I, I should have kicked out the fucking Broncos at the Chiefs. I hate when I do that. I picked the wrong. Shit. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, the Saints are in a great spot here. Which one am I least confident of my five? And I was between two, and I said, you know what? Kyler Murray's been kind of sucking with his hamstring, and then... You always guess wrong. No, you're fucking right. All right, that's grievance number one off the list. Fuck you, Pooler. Yeah, because that's that's money in my pocket. Now, the second one's also money in my pocket. I don't know if I'm really pissed off at myself or Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary, if you don't know, is a running back of the Buffalo Bills. So not week 16, but week 17, I had to buy my fantasy playoffs. This is for like $400 or whatever, first place. And he decides to have a stinker of a game. Worst game he's had in like 10 weeks. I need him to score uh, 10 points on the dot. This motherfucker fumbles after I have it fucking clenched. And then I fuck, he goes back to 8.9 points. I lose by one point. This motherfucker, Devin Singletary. Now, I look at the scores for this week because, of course, I, I'm like, ooh, what could have been? I would have fucking won. It's just complete horse shit. Devin Singletary, you cost me 300 fucking dollars, you piece of shit. I sh- now, I, I shouldn't have played him. If I'd have played anybody else, you know, I always guess wrong. Anybody else on my team scores enough points and I fucking win with ease. Devin Singletary, fucking killer. And I benched him this past week, which was a good call. I won my third place game, barely, but I still won. All right, Harley, what I have to say about that is nobody gives a fuck about your fantasy team. <laughs> I just, fuck Devin Singletary. I just, right, so, just want to say, like, I think he went to UCF. UCF today covered against Marshall, I think. No, did they? Yeah, I think so. By a um, little bit. It was close. 45 28, something like that. Um, Depends on where you so got the line. For, so. Your first two airing of grievances are NFL related. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, both of them. One's both are kind of my money though. Like I basically, I could have I lost three hundred dollars on the Devin Singletary and Pooler. I I, I might have. I I mean I didn't lose money with Pooler, but he made it unattainable just for like weeks now. Yeah, he he's was on fire. He's he's over sixty seven percent. Like that's bullshit. All right, so. My next one is the Paramount Network. So if you don't know these motherfuckers, that's formerly Spike TV, right? I don't know. It's been it's been through a couple of changes, but anyway, it's now Paramount Network. And the Paramount Network, as I told you last thing, has Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone. Great show. But they've been kind of like wishy-washy of what they put on their app that you can watch. So they had like episode 6 through uh, not episode nine, part two. So all in order on their app. And I hadn't watched the first five. So I was like, fuck. So then they gave me the first five and I was like, okay, but they took away the other ones. All right, fine. Whatever. I watched the first five. Then all of a sudden six gets in the app. Fucking, uh, sevens in the app and nine, nine part ones in the app. Well, now I'm off on the fucking holidays. Those pieces of shit don't have episode 9 part 2 or episode 8. So now I have a fucking decision. Do I want to fucking go on Amazon and buy a fucking episode two episodes for fucking $3 cuz you got to get HD cuz who gets standard definition when it's just a dollar more? And you got that shitty satellite internet so it'll probably take you like trying to download porn on 56k. Nah, it's not that slow. Depending on what time of the day I watch it goes fine. But I will tell you that 
they suckered. They got fucking six dollars out of me. They should have never got. Who, well, Paramount Network, they lost money. Bezos is the real winner here. Well, no, not Bezos. Because I didn't order it through Amazon because I got this app with Google Play that if I do surveys every now and then, they give me free money. So God, I you're to, a fucking Jew for $6 <laughs> over here. So I The think, man makes six figures and he's worried about six fucking measly dollars. Well, so... What I would tell you it's is... It's the principle of the thing, Jerry. Pennies are pennies, and I will tell you that I want to keep mines. So what I would say is I love, I love, I love Yellowstone. It's great, but fuck y'all for taking $6 from my... Actually, an account that I really don't ever pay money, and I just did surveys on. So, I mean, it was kind of free money, but I still had to watch them on my phone instead of watching them on my TV. You don't so, have fucking screen mirroring? I do. Welcome to 2019. Well, I do, but I decided not to use it because I put the... I Okay, so this is what I did. I put the... Uh, there was a college football game I had money on, so I put that in the on the TV while I watched the episode of Yellowstone on my phone. So, I kind of had dual-wielding screens here. Anyway, that's how I did it. Cause I, Sounds I like lazy. a great show where you want to watch something else while you're watching it. Well, no, I, I like to monitor my bets. So since I normally would monitor my bets on my phone while I watch it on TV, I was watching the Yellowstone on my phone while the bet on TV. You should just uh, should make friends with the nerds I'm friends with online and just have access to the Plex. Then you get all this, you know, all this stuff for free. But yeah, what do you know? Okay. So my final one is going to lead into my confessions. So I got a confession here. And it's something that I never thought I'd ever admit and never thought I'd ever do. So it's definitely, this is new for me. So I'm kind of kind of in uncharted waters This here. is a safe space here. Now you may get mo- roasted online, but I'm, this is, I'm listening. This is confession. So starting um, January 1st, the gyms that me and Al go to, this is my airing of grievances. Decided like they're going to break up. So there's a total of six gyms. They're all around the Baton Rouge area. And by getting a membership to one, you can basically get a membership to all of them. Well, in this this thing, it gives you like, so I got gyms in Baton Rouge. I could I never use the one in Denham Springs or Central, but you could use those. There's one in Monterey with a basketball court. And there's one closer to where I am. And that was talking Baton Rouge geography. So... I go into my gym that I go to more frequently in Zachary, but I'm registered in the one in Baton Rouge because anyway, it's a long story. So I go in there and then finally at like one of the mornings, it's like 5 a.m. The lady stops me and says, hey, look, did you know the gyms are breaking up? I was like, well, no, my gym. No, they never called me and said anything. Well, they said, well, your gym wouldn't call you because they're not worried of losing you. Because they see you're always up here and you're just keep paying down there. So they, they think you're going to sucker and you're, gonna keep, you're just not going to realize it. And they're going to get an extra couple months out of you. I was like, fuck these peoples. So I go up to the gym the other day on the 20th and I walk into the one I'm registered at. And I said, hey, look, uh, I want to cancel my gym membership. And she looked at me because, you know, I was looking pretty fit and stuff. And, you know, dropped some weight. Clear, I look like I work out a little bit. AIDS hasn't taken that much out of me. And so... So I signed the form, blah, blah, blah. And for the first time in probably 10 years, longer than that, because in college we still had a gym. So first time since I was 18, I have no gym membership and do not plan to get one anytime soon. 
Why wouldn't you get the one that's your home gym? So they said they were going to call me and work out a, a, a plan and give me either the rate I got or a better rate to stay with them. And they never called. So fuck them for not calling. I'm playing hard to get. They're just never going to call you. Yeah, I know. So I'm just not going to go to the gym. Fuck them. That $43, I'll keep in my fucking pocket. I mean, you want your uh, bench back? I didn't think about that, but probably not. I, I'm going to go. I'm probably I think gonna, it's broken anyway, but. Why is it broken? I don't know. You can look at it and see if it's. Who put it together? It you were correct. It's never really got back together. I don't think I have all the parts. You definitely have all the parts. All right. Yeah. Well, you can have it back if you want. Yeah, I'm good. So I don't. I don't need that. But anyway, uh, so no gym membership. Fuck Spectrum Fitness for breaking up. It's complete horse shit. I it was a great thing running. I think I'd been there for like fucking six years now. Six years plus, probably going on seven. And from now on, guess what? Won't be there. Are you just gonna let the aids, you know, keep you thin and trim? So I'm down to 153 pounds. So I'm looking pretty fucking good. So I will have to tell you that. Thin is definitely in. Thin I, is in and for the next decade. Is that is that where you're going? I you know, doing yoga, running, you know, doing some push ups, some body some body mass work, pull ups, that kind of stuff. I think I'll be in and just normal farm labor. I think I'll be okay. So I'm gonna try to stay away from the gym for a while and I'm looking forward to it. It's it's very freeing to know that I don't have to go to the fucking gym. Yeah. I work out on my schedule. Yeah, it is pretty convenient, but uh well, I'm going to do one of my airing of grievances. Um, I noticed this the other day when I was coming home from work. Why does a funeral procession need a police escort? The person's already dead. What's the rush to get him in the ground? They're holding up the living's time by getting him stuck in traffic by the police escort. I mean, I don't uh, use Craig as an example of... Um, you know, what you should do in life very often. But I remember a couple of years back, Craig's grandpa died, and they were waiting until May or March, and he couldn't go to um, a March Madness trip because he had to go up to Buffalo to bury his grandpa five months after he actually died. Why? Oh, the ground's frozen. <laughs> so, I mean, there's no rush. Why, why does a dead person get a police escort and get to gum up the living's traffic? I, I got shit to do here. All right, so... I think that's a bad take because what the funeral procession is supposed to do is supposed to lead everybody to where the body's going. People sometimes don't know. You got a fucking GPS. It's tw it's almost 2020, motherfuckers. There's something nice about just following people with flashers. It's very soothing. It gets you in the right I mean, headspace. You're not thinking right. You're about to bury a loved one, man. Don't get me wrong. I would love to follow a flasher, but not in this case. I think that this is a, one of those traditions that you just need to embrace because it's not embrace. going away. It's not going away. It should go away. Why? I think I think everybody should be inconvenienced for a second. I mean, it's it's a split second, you know. Just, so then, at some point, you can say, "Oh yeah, I had an impact on that person's life." I wonder if I wonder if rich people can like fake a funeral and get a limo that's like a hearse. And, you know, say they're going to like. You want to go to Mardi Gras and avoid the traffic. You pay the you pay the cops a little, you know, a little off the top, and they they get you where you need to go. So first of all, if you're that rich and you have that much money, one just take a plane there. 
Uh, or two. What if you can't take a plane there, though? I mean. Okay. Well, what does the LSU football team do? They take a bus and they've got police escorts. You can buy, you can rent police escorts. That's what I'm saying. You think fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce go to the concert without police escort? No, they're escorted the whole way. Okay. So this is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, so you just get a police escort. No big deal. Well, that's my grievance. Fucking dead people. All right. So uh, Festivus is now over. Al's been penned with his bad take. And uh, uh, winner me for uh, the festivus for the rest of us. All right. Uh, I got a story to get into. So uh, my parents invited us down to Slide L for Santa on the Bayou. For the people who not from Louisiana or not familiar, it's when uh, Santa will come to your house in the back of a bayou, this neighborhood, Bayou Liberty in this case. You know, Santa comes in a boat, sees the kids, gives them presents, whatnot. So my parents invited me down there to go to our old family friend, shout out to Billy Bolinas, uh, to their place. You know, they got a bunch of kids running around and you know, Santa's going to be there. It was last weekend, the 14th, I believe. So uh, we get there, we try to get settled. Uh, Leo's being, Leo just woke up. Uh, when we got there, so Amber's trying to feed him, and there's like people everywhere. So like, hey, go up, go up to the living room. You know, you can sit on the couch, and and you know, it should be quiet in there, and and, and feed him. So uh, I'm I'm trying to like put our bag in a certain spot while Amber goes on the couch with Leo, and I go in there and sit down, and there's this um, chubby kid sitting in a chair with two hot dogs, yellow mustard on him. And and watching TV, and I, I come in, say hi to Amber, and Amber's like, "This kid's awesome." Apparently, this kid, uh, his name's Sydney. Amber's on the couch trying to feed Leo, and he just comes straight up to him. Never seen this kid before in her life. You know, she's not from Slidell. Kid comes up to her, goes, "Oh hi, oh," rubs Leo in the head. Oh, look at those eyes. He's beautiful, and then like goes and sits on the the. Um, chair with his hot dogs hold on how's he rub your baby if he's holding two hot dogs he's got a plate the hot dogs are on a plate okay i was thinking he had i mean i wasn't there this is i thought i was thinking a fat kid would have a hot dog per hand he's not a fucking savage no you just said no that is definitely a fat kid move what dual wielding hot dogs yeah he's got them on a plate though he's not a savage what was he wearing i don't fucking know he, this kid is about to put you people there, he's probably in the 9 to 10 age range. Um, so we're all sitting on the couch together, and this this lady storms in with, like, her three-year-old. She's like, you're in timeout. And, you know, is causing this big old scene. She's, you know, she's telling her kid, you stop crying. You know, you can't go play with your friends, and this kid is just losing it. He's three? I think timeout's a little early for three. This is huh? a girl. This is the the kid is three years old and it's a girl and she like I guess ran off without telling her mom something and her mom was like trying to punish yeah, her. Yeah, but this is like Joe trying to put soda in timeout. Soda ain't going going in timeout. Soda doesn't know right or wrong. Yet. All right, let me keep let me keep going here. Joe, tell me how wrong I am on this one. So she's you know arguing with her little kid and this uh this kid eating this hot dog. Sydney gives looks at. Looks at these. Uh, looks at the mom trying to, you know, yelling, trying to parent her kid, and then looks at me and Amber, and then looks down at the remote, gets it. He's like, 
and he, and he looks back at the lady screaming at her kid. She's, he's, he gives her the eyes like, fuck this bitch. And he cranks the volume up 10 on Impractical Jokers. That's on the TV. And I fucking lose it in my head. I'm like, this motherfucker, that's a 45-year-old man move. That's what my dad does when he's watching the game. And like my mom and sisters are yapping in the kitchen. He just cranks the surround sound up to drown them out so he can listen to the game. My man, Sydney with his hot dogs, cranking up Impractical Joker, seeing what... Joe and Murr have going on next just cracked me up. So the story doesn't end there. This lady, like you're saying, you shouldn't be putting your three-year-old in timeout or whatever. She's like antagonizing this little girl. This little girl's like losing it, going, I want to go back outside. The mom's like, no, whatever. And like the little girl kind of like runs away towards towards like the TV area and like sits on the ground pouting and you know, this is a house with, there's just toys everywhere because there's a bunch of little kids running around. And, like, this little purple ball kind of is in her vicinity. So this little girl picks up the purple ball and kind of chucks it in the direction of her mom. And this makes the mom, who's been, like, antagonized the whole time, just fucking lose it. She grabs the ball, like, grabs the ball, gets the kid and, like, fucking pops the kid in the, the face and at that point, Amber's like, we're getting the fuck out of this living room. Like, And we don't know who this lady is. You know, this is uh, somebody else's house. And, you know, there's just a bunch of people and a bunch of babies going around. But we're like, oh, fuck. We're not, you know, staying here for this bullshit. So, like, we went out to another room to try to feed Leo. But, like, what would you do in that situation? Is this just some lady being a terrible parent? And you don't, it's not your house. You don't know who the fuck it is. Like, what would you do in that scenario? Well, first of all, I I don't understand what's necessarily happening so much right now. What? Because you're you're saying she's yelling and being obnoxious to her daughter, but is she like hitting her and shit? That's what I just said. She just popped her in the mouth after she okay, like threw that like, ball. But like like hard tap or like like a good backhand. Pop to the face for, for this for, one, and she spanked her. I didn't mention it, but she spanked her like spanking, loud. See, spanking seems okay. The mouth pops. What I got? An issue it was with. a loud spank. So she was like the the girl was like in a chair, and the mom was like yelling at her, like, "No, you're in timeout. You can't play with your friend. You you ran away and whatever." And the little girl was just like, you know, losing it. And then every time the little girl would calm down, the mom would like somehow antagonize it or make the kids start crying again now it was just it was all around awful and then when she like uh the last straw was her popping the kid in the in the mouth after she kind of like tossed that ball and we we're just like you know but you know, what do you do in that situation you're like hey don't fucking hit your kid i, I don't know who this lady is well you, i mean you could just do the big <coughs> is that necessary I, just I, got ourselves out of the situation. Well, getting yourself out of the situation doesn't seem like the right play. Because it can only escalate when you leave. It's not going to get better. Like, you're, you're like, who are you looking out for here? Not the fucking kid. Yeah, you I don't know who these people are. I'm looking out for, for me and my own uh What do you mean? This people. ain't fight or flight for you. Uh, it's flight. Definitely flight. I don't think so. I'm you, not going to just stay there while some lady smacks her kid but she's gonna do this in front of you just imagine what she's gonna do when you're not there i don't know what am i i'm supposed to call child protective services on her well maybe just like 
go pop her in the mouth. How do you like it? I'm not her fucking husband or whatever. What, I mean, you could just like fart really loudly and run her out of the room. I mean, it's not like me and Sydney were waiting to unleash some gas on her. I just, I feel like leaving the room could lead to worse stuff if you actually thought it could escalate. Like, that seems like the wrong move. So you think I could be charged like a Seinfeld and a Good Samaritan law for, for uh, leaving a potentially... Uh, Law-breaking maneuver, yeah, event. Yeah. So I think, I think you really got to look at what you were trying to accomplish. Because if you say what you should have done, you could have sat there, or you could have laughed, but or you could have said something. But the only one of those three options that was a selfish move is to just leave. So I think you didn't take the three-year-old in mind, but you must also analyzed the situation and thought the kid was in no immediate danger because I hope you two wouldn't just walk out the kid. What do you mean immediate danger? It's not like she was about to go chuck her off a balcony or something. You you said you didn't know these people. She just smacked them in front of you. Who knows what she's going to do? She'd be fucking roundhouse kicker and kill her. All right, there's like fucking 60 other people at this party. If she roundhouse kicks her kid and something's seriously wrong, uh, someone will know about it. Well, not Sydney. He's watching Impractical Jokers and y'all just left the room. He probably left after he ate his hot dogs. That kid seemed like he knew what was up. Yeah, I, I think that's a tough one, but I'd, I'd like to think I'd say something. I'd be, I'd have to be like, mm, is that necessary? I'd be like, <laughs> what if she goes, yeah, it fucking is. You want a piece of me? <laughs> you want a piece of me? Plus, I have a like a five-month-old with me. I don't want to escalate a situation with a uh, another child in the room. Ooh, what if you did this? You just said... Hey, um, I see what you're doing over here. At what age do you think is appropriate for me to do that to my son? That's a good one. <laughs> and then let her kind of think about that for a second. Give her a, oh, that's a great example from, you're teaching my five-month-old here. <laughs> yeah. Like, can I, when can I just pop my kid in the mouth? This looks like fun. Yeah, yeah turn that Christ. on. Turn, turn that on her. I, I don't know. She seemed like the type of person that I, I think that sarcasm would probably be lost on her, but. Yeah, but once you break a bullies train of thought they're they're done so yeah that was uh that was quite the interesting scenario there my dad also uh offered one of the elves on santa's boat uh his one hitter so that was pretty funny too how is this like an eye contact thing or did he know this elf santa got off the boat you know the elves were just sitting around i i have no idea i think it was just being that's just southern hospitality for you um, with, with Christmas coming up, Harley, what, what's in the showed household, what's the protocol for buying gifts for the family at, at this age, at this point in time as a, as a 31 year old, you know, your sister's an adult, your parents, you know, buy anything they ever want for themselves. Like, what, what, do you get gifts for the family? You and the wife doing gifts? How's this work at right. this stage in, in life? So on between the wife and I. She just tells me what she wants, and then I just buy it. Um, that's how that works. I say, what she want this year? What's trendy? What's hot in the streets? Uh, she wanted uh, something called a ruggable, because the a dog, tugable a rugable. So what it is? It's basically a rug that's got like a sheet over it, type thing, and you can unzip it and wash it. Because like, okay, you see this rug that you have here. Just imagine if your dogs decide to just pee on it all the time. It's not easy to get the pee up, and then after a while, it smells like pee, and they just keep peeing on it. 
got stains and all this other shit. You can, eventually, the rug dies. So it's a rug cover. Well, it's, it's like a, a pillowcase, but for a rug. But it comes with a rug. Anyway, she wanted a rug and then like some kind of thing for the hallway so you can wipe your feet on when you come in the house because the dogs were peeing on that too. So anyway, we got two of those. Who's What, do, what dogs are pissing right, in the house? So the blind dog's having some pee issues and Mix is also having some health issues, so he can't make it as much anymore. So the, the house is being peed in way too much right now. So it's a problem in the show household. No last names. We bought a we bought a zoo type issues, but that's a very practical gift for uh, one to ask for. So she all so what normally happens is she tells me like she's gonna buy it and then she just never buys it and then we get to we get to front of Christmas to where it's not gonna get here in time and then she I finally realize she de- she didn't buy it so then I just scramble and buy something else and then buy her thing later. But this year, I was a cheap ass like you like I know. And she's like, well, this one's got a 20% discount that ends at uh, midnight tonight. So at like 11 o'clock, I ordered it from fucking Ruggable.com or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. And then after that, normally I swing by uh, the J. Crew outlet and pick her up like a like a sweatshirt <laughs> or a shirt or two. And then get her like some kind of trinket. So I got like a water bottle this year and some candy for a stocking. There you go. So for me, I tell her I don't want anything. I give her no suggestions on anything to buy me. I tell her I absolutely don't want anything because I view it as I just buy whatever I fucking want, and I don't want her spending any of my money buying my, me shit. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, we saw your outfit coming in. One, uh, on your way to the J. Crew. you just stop off at the Under Armour outlet and just I, go crazy. I did. What What did you buy from The Rock? Uh, I didn't buy anything from The Rock. You were so, just gaslighting Craig? I was gaslighting Craig. So The Rock stuff was 50%. You could have got a pretty good Rock tank for 15 bucks. So they got they had some pretty good deals at the Under Armour outlet over here in Gonzales. So <laughs> more local talk. But no, I got these Under Armour joggers that I'm wearing right now, and they're really they're pretty damn comfortable. And then I got this uh, this like uh, zip up hoodie, and I got another light jacket, and some like some uh, heat uh, heat gear or cold gear. I think it's cold gear because I'm going to Canada. It's going to be fucking cold. I needed some cold gear. I only have like the normal heat gear. Shit, yeah. Plus, so. you're gonna be working out in the elements now that you don't have a gym membership. So that is true. So I had to go get me some Under Armour fix, and Jay Crew's right next to it. So I splurged on myself, got me my own Christmas presents. Uh, it kind of works for jumpsuit January too. I mean, I didn't want to go full kit wanker and get the black and black or the white and white. So I went over a black and a white. I looked into some some jumpsuits. This is a little pricey. See, you could have got the whole this whole get up at Under Armour for Ensemble. Ensemble for, as the French call it. For seventy bucks. That's not bad. No, for what do they fucking go for? And it's yeah, not bad. Looking at like a regular jumpsuit, it looks like they're going for anywhere from like one thirty to you know, up and and up up above. You know, I, I was uh I was perusing the Umbra Umbra website uh a while back and I had a nice little thing I could have put together. It been $150 for a fucking gimmick, so it's a little pricey. All right, go check out the Under Armour outlet. I got a couple of free. So if I, I have, you spend over 50 bucks right now, they give you a $10 like offer code to get 10, 10 bucks off if you shop from like January 11th to 25th or something <laughs> like that. So I got three of those. Hey, Craig, uh, what you going to do for those? Um, Back to the little... Uh, Revisit the airing of grievances. Uh, speaking of no free ads, fuck Proasso for still never giving us their 
uh, package they promised two years two years I, ago. I didn't hit them back up. You can't say fuck Parasso. Oh uh, yeah, you can. Mm. They said the gift package is coming soon. It's soon, relative to them. It comes from you don't know. It's come from a boat in Italy. In the span of the universe, <laughs> two years is the blink of an eye. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so you tell your wife, you know, I don't want anything. But if it was the other way around, that's the that's the oldest trick in the book. Like she's got to get you something. She gets you absolutely nothing. No, she gets me like a cat sweater. If you yeah, you'd seen a couple of those. A cat sweater? Yeah, she thinks it's funny. With cats on it or made out of cat hair? Oh, with cats on it, some kind of cat theme. And then she'll get me probably... she calling you a pussy? I didn't think about it that way. Big pussy? <laughs> for the rest of my family, for dad, mom, and sister, I just spend about $100 on each of them on various shit. So, like, for example, when I was doing my breaks at dad's place while he wasn't there, I broke a few of his tools, <laughs> so he doesn't know it yet. So I'm uh, in his stocking. I got a bunch of the tools I broke uh, that I put back together. Well, not back together. I ordered new ones. So he's got some of that, and then I got him a flashlight because he evidently was perusing flashlights, according to Danielle. And then for my mom, she had a whole list of shit that she gave Danielle, and Danielle bought like a couple things off of it, so I just took the leftovers. Oh, dude, that would be nice. My mom is like the worst person on the planet to shop for ever. Nothing. Well... My sister on the uh, she just moved into a new apartment. I think we'll get to there. She's uh she's waiting in the wings whenever we're ready to get her on the phone. And, I know Jay Bone's thirsting for it, so we'll, we'll get we'll, to it soon. Yeah, we'll get to it. Jay Bone, just hang with us a little bit. Put your pants back on. So, no, take them off. <laughs> so that's kind of how we do it um, on my side of the family. They and again, they always ask me what I want. I tell everybody nothing. Danielle, I'll just throw out a gift that's like twenty bucks that I don't that I know that I could use that I just don't have. Like I need a my uh my Samsung, whatever the USB charger or micro C or whatever it's called now, stopped working like a year ago. So I just said, Hey, I don't have a Bluetooth charger at work. Just give me a wireless Bluetooth charger, which should be about twenty bucks. I mean, come on, man. You're not you should you should you know, shell out for the pod here. You should you should say, hey, I want podcast business cards, stuff like that. All right, so I, I, I'm not doing that. I, we can do that on the side, but it's a, we're not doing that. I don't want them to try to choose all that shit and, hey, uh, here's a link. Order exactly this. No, I'm not doing that. And then on my on – Come her, on, you could have them make a Joe Burrow T-shirt and buy it for you. And then on her side, she just spends more money than I think is reasonable on everybody. Who, Ella? Yes. Like she, she's not even close with her family, though. Well, she goes. She, she what she does is she buys stuff for her brother-in-law, sister-in-law, which I think that's kind of reasonable. I think it's around the hundred bucks. And now that they got, uh, they, I got a niece, so she'll spend some money there. Yeah, so, that, so that's, that's understandable. Baby stuff is understandable. But the Christmas whole, is for the kids. But the whole cat, the Catherine side of it, she spends a lot of money on like the Catherine, Catherine's baby. Um, Wait, she buys her like best friend hundred dollars worth of stuff, and then like her, well, yeah, her best friend, and then her best friend's mom, who's kind of, you know, kind of really close to her as well. So she'll buy. I know what you're about to say. That so, makes a little bit of sense. So she buys them some stuff. So her surrogate family. So anyway, so they go through all that, and I think that kind of works. But it's just her total and my total is a little unbalanced. 
for what I spend on her and then what she spends on her people. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all your total. <laughs> You're getting fucked. Not so getting, that's why you should... Not getting fucked. I'm spreading holiday cheer. Oh, that's a good way to look at it. I gave the lady at Sonic a $5 tip yesterday for, uh, you know, slushy and a Sonic blast. So, you know, I did my Christmas Christmas part. I think I gave you something last year, but I don't remember... Like I don't, I don't like I don't give my best friend shit. Like I gave Eric something when he was here. Yeah, it's more joke stuff. Yeah, like I almost bought you a book, and I probably will buy you a book. Uh, you know I'm not gonna read it though. Like, yeah, it's a- but it's gonna be the gesture that makes it funny. So I'm gonna buy you a book, and it's gonna be inappropriate, and you're gonna love it, and it's gonna be a great podcast joke. So look out for that book in twenty uh, twenty twenty. Next decade, I'll buy you a book. I'll read that just about never. Oh no, you'll read it, bro. Um. Yeah, that's a that's about what I do. I I get my uh, you know, get my dad, my sister, and, and Vic. I, I they're easy. Get them a fucking expensive bottle of booze. They're happy. My mom is the hardest person on earth to shop for. Uh, no, it's so easy now. Just get a picture of Leo. That's all you got to do. I got her that for her birthday. So just keep going. You know, he fucking changes how he looks a lot right now. So, I mean, just picture, picture, picture. Well, now what I did do, you sound like an Asian at a gambling table, but that's all. <laughs> that's all. That's a very limited joke there. <laughs> Shout out to Saipan Sager. Picture, picture. Uh, but we, what we did do was Amber and I got together all the pictures we took of Leo. And we made a calendar. Now, you're going to like what we did on the calendar. I can get, I can give you a copyright. Well, I'll show you a copy. I know you don't want one. But what I did do is you could put in things for the dates. I put in every LSU game on the calendar. All right, that's pretty good. I like that. And I put whether it's home or away, too. How many tasteful nudes did you put on the calendar? Uh, you want to... you. Uh, <laughs> Burn some time right now. I'll hand you the calendar. You can critique wanna, it in real time. I don't know if I want to see nudes of your your son. There's no. Uh, he's not hanging brain. Well, I mean, we know he's a frog then, because you know a hog can't hide in a calendar. It's a bullfrog. He's got a big sack, and he's gonna grow into it. Well, that tadpole said he's gonna turn into a frog. All right, so it's black and white on the first one. All right, so January is him side by side. All right, so my first problem here is you don't tell me how old he is right here. So Why I've, would I tell you how old he is? It's a calendar. Because I'm curious. I want to know. So now I'm looking. I'm like, I don't know how old he is. So I don't like that part. Um, I see that you got a couple of the holidays marked in here. Uh, uh, the, all, another thing, the calendar came with like certain select holidays. I took up all, all the Arab and Jewish ones. So, uh, next picture, I mean, another just tasteful picture, fully clothed, baby. Um, so, March, all right, I don't see any Final Four stuff on here, so I think that's a problem. That, that could be like, hey, Daddy needs uh, grandpappies to watch baby because we're going to go bet some games. By the way, Eric Duke invited us over to Vegas. I don't think he's going to, like, house us or anything, but he told us we should come. Good guy. Actually, he told us to go to the uh, Hard Rock for their uh, Cabana life. He loves the Hard Rock. He sent me something about it. He's like, hey, look, I'll be here this weekend. I was like, yeah, I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this in March. Uh, I never meet- would have thought you and Eric Duke would keep in touch this much. <laughs> now, Tony, on the other hand, I always tell people to go see Tony. So in March, it looks like he meets Brian. So um, <laughs> that that's cool. Um, okay, so. All right, so I see you didn't mark my birthday in April or Craig's birthday. 
Um, oh, we did forget about your birthday. So, I mean, that's kind of fucked up. But I do see Al's 32nd birthday. You getting old, bro. Um, you turned 32 before I will. Okay. Lord willing. So then May, okay, another... I got a, like a gnat flying around my face. Okay, May's good. All right, so you missed Dan Bleasy's birthday in May. No big deal. Oh, tell what? Say what? Uh, her birthday is so J Bone can get her something. I think it's the twentieth. You wrong. don't know your own sister's birthday. You only got one of them. It's not like we celebrate birthdays. That those no presents of birthdays. Except Are you for like kidding a, me? So da- like uh, like a Danielle, thing of booze. Danielle goes to fucking a Mexican restaurant. For a birthday every year. What do you mean you don't right, celebrate see, birthdays? See, I wanted to see him getting older, like a picture from the month previous, but I guess that wouldn't work because he was born in certain, and born like in June 28th, 26th, 28th. You know, it says it on the calendar. Oh, it's 28th. See, then I could have cheated. All right. Hey, so, you were closer than I thought you would be. I got it right. Then I then you looked at me, so I second guessed myself. I mean, I've been looking at you the entire time. That is true. But we had a we had a podcast scheduled for that weekend, so it's still a little salty that you tried to rush your baby coming back by getting getting you some. I apologize. All right. So nice picture of him. All right. So now we go in July. Uh, so how did y'all decide when to do three or when to do two? What uh, do you mean when to do three? I I, I don't know. You just. Pick right. some pictures. So in August, where uh, LSU football season does not start because you said there's games on there, and I don't see any games. So yeah, so we got no games in August this year. But, but he's he's got his tiger stuff on. That's he's premature. We're getting you ready. September's also when the Saints start. So he does have Who That Nation in September. Um, but you don't have the Saints games on here. I don't, but the Ooh. schedule's not out yet. Ooh, look at that LSU versus Rice. Hey, we're gonna go see Danny Boy. We might. Well, maybe Leo will go visit Claire and watch them Tigers put their uh, foot in the owl's ass. Oh, uh, that definitely looks fun. Ambo's 28th birthday, and then uh, University of Texas at LSU. Ooh, and, ooh look, we play Old Piss early this year. Hey, maybe that one uh, Craig will come in town for because I hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, Leo the Lion in October. This should have been uh, me, me holding him with Heisenberg because that's when he was uh, – that's when he was consummated in Heisenberg the year before. But you know, uh, that's how cr- Halloween. That's critiquing. And then uh November he's got some like teddy bear shit, and I'm guessing it's that's Santa a fox, stuff. dude. Mm, okay, cool. No, All right, animals. so I got bored with the calendar. I am cool. That's cool. You I bet you did like none of that. Besides, I did a lot of that. Besides giving her the LSU dates and your birthday, what do you think you did? Picked out the pictures. You approved the pictures or you picked out the pictures? Both. What? I don't know about that. All right. Man card if you picked out the pictures. Come on. You're just blaming me for not doing any of the work, and then when I said I did some of the work, yeah, I, I can't win here. That is true. Maybe I maybe I think you did too much work on there. See, this is Harley just playing oppo me. You can't give a man credit for having a beautiful calendar. You don't get one. Damn. Shit. You probably- hey, by the way, I didn't give you a Christmas card this year on purpose. We actually sent out Christmas cards. And she's like, you want to give Al one? I said, no. Damn. Well, I mean, I just... What really- you, what's in the Christmas card? A piss rug? No. <laughs> no. Anyway, it's a collage of pictures. Anyway, it's tastefully done. If you got one, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I did none of the Christmas card other than work the printer so she could get the addresses. Work the printer. All right, you want to call your sister? Yeah, sure. We can, we can do that. Let's not leave J-Bone waiting any longer. The man's horned up. All right, so welcome to the podcast, 
the, the world famous podcast platinum member extraordinaire, the last person to be on the podcast to get over a hundred views. Dan Bleasy, my sister, she's back. Woo! That's that's a, that's a lot of excitement. How was uh, dinner with the parents tonight? It was good. Um, so New Orleans Original Daiquiris had their Monday night special, which was uh, a large for six dollars. So I got a Cajun eggnog. You're not paying. I'm, You're I'm not paying. Finished. You know, I'm almost finished my Cajun eggnog. So that's where we're at. Did Dad get Did Dad get a White Russian? He did, but uh, we both wanted the banana one, but that's only at the Mandeville location. So did mom that wasn't the location. Did mom tell you you didn't need no fucking daiquiris? No, she didn't. That's what she told us one time after one of our famous Dan Bleasy moves when we were on the way back to <laughs> Ethel and when me and dad wanted to stop and get daiquiris at Coconut Oilies or Coconut Willies. Uh, mom famously yelled out, y'all don't need no fucking daiquiris. Well, you should have listened to her before the Florida game, so. <laughs> um, so, Danielle, you recently uh, had a, a long drive to get into town. So uh, some, some people sound like they're worried about it. I didn't know too much about it other than I just saw, like, maybe a Snapchat story or something that says nine hours now I'm in NOLA. Was something crazy happening to you or you had some car troubles? Uh, no car troubles. Uh, it was just like crowded interstate. It started raining. Visibility was low. Uh, I was there with my cat and she's only been on one road trip ever in her like two years of living. And she, she bit through the soft, uh, case pet carrier and she was on the windshield uh, by the pedals, like running around and we were in the middle of bumfuck. So I had to like hold her down forcefully on my lap for about a hundred miles, uh, to the nearest PetSmart. So, uh, that was definitely, uh, a crazy moment of the trip. So, uh, does a farm bro, a farm bureau insurance cover that? I hadn't seen that one on the commercial yet. No, but that is a, a great pitch. Good idea. I think we should sell it. So dad said you were worried about your brakes. Could that be because you had a cat in between your brakes and your floorboard? Well, I was already driving with like kind of compromised brakes. So I feel like the cat just added that extra level of like, oh, yep, I'm going to die today. <laughs> cool. I thought you were more of an airplane traveler. I, I mean, it's much safer. There's free food, free drinks. I mean, shorter travel times. Why is there free food and free drinks? Is that like, is that like uh, former attendant life? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's free food and drinks for everyone, but I mean, as a passenger, you could get free food or for drink or free drinks if you have like charisma, you know, but. The hell! Yeah, I got I got I fucking talking about crew life. I got charisma in the boatloads. I've never gotten free shit. Yeah, it's because you have a dangus, dangus. Exactly. <laughs> so, Although there are a lot of uh, on our flight to Portland, noticed. I think the three male flight attendants all had uh, you know 
earrings, both ears, studs. I think it's coming back, Harley. That's a great Northwest. It's a, like anything goes up there. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier, but they told us uh, when I was at Kruski's party this past weekend that Ross is actually moving to Portland on like January 4th or 6th oh. or something. It's, they were like, yeah, we were shitting on Portland the whole time, and it turns out Ross is moving there. Well, he must have fell in love with a stripper. Craig will be next. So, Danielle, did you, uh, speaking of the skies, I saw like a revenge porn from United. <laughs> a United pilot and a, um, and a stewardess or a flight attendant, whatever you want to call them. And uh, ends up, she's getting like $315,000 because United didn't handle it correctly. That's it? That seems like a lot. She's just putting. He's just putting porn on the internet. How much is that Asian doctor who got dragged? How much did he end up getting? Danielle, do you have those numbers? It, I mean, it was millions, but they didn't like publicly say it because he didn't settle, or I guess they settled out of court. So it's not like public uh, record that I know of. Okay, but I figured this chick would get a lot more than three hundred grand. What well, I mean. I think it has something that with your earning potential too. So flight attendants over their career, it's not like they're, uh, you know, they're pumping like six figures off the rip. Most of these people. So yeah, I know, but this is like a a, a sexual of a sexual manner. Like I would way rather be dragged through an uh, off an airplane than have a sex tape of me on a plane get leaked. Yeah, but if you had your own sex tape get leaked. Three hundred thousand dollars? I'd take it. Are you kidding me? You figured you'd get more. I would definitely want to no, negotiate no, more. Her no. lawyer is <laughs> shitty. No, dude, no one's paying three grand for your sex tape. In the in the words of the Bikram Yoga guy, women pay one million dollars for one drop of my sperm. Danielle, you think that's a decent settlement? Did you hear about Fuck this? Fuck no. You could get way more. So I don't know the back story, but three hundred grand's three hundred grand. So you know, you just get, get a new career. Yeah, supposedly the flight attendant got alerted because one of her male coworkers, that was another attendant, showed her the video. Yeah, the look at this chick getting railed. Hey, that's me. Mm. Oh shit. Hey, th- th- <laughs> this looks like you. Boom, got her. Oh god, what a fucking idiot. Well, I mean, yeah, so the guy doesn't tell her, and then she doesn't get $300,000. This guy got her paid. Well, this guy is also like, you could sue that guy for harassment in the workplace showing a, a female co-worker a sex video. Like, that's not that's not appropriate either. It could, Yeah, it could be on a lunch break, though. Lunch break is like no rules. It's like Dave and Buster's. It's like Outback? <laughs> yeah, it's Outback. <laughs> yeah, you use the wrong fucking restaurant. All right, Harlow, you want to get into this naughty or nice? No, I was going to talk about moving. So, Danielle, you just recently moved. Dad and Mom came to help you move. So Yeah, they 500 miles. So there's been some epic moving Danielle stories over the years. My personal favorite was the one where... She's she we're putting everything in the back of dad's truck and he's got one of these uh, bed covers <laughs> and the bed cover wouldn't close because she had a box that wasn't fitting. So dad, after being like on hour five of trying to move Danielle, was very annoyed, started throwing haymakers at the box and Danielle screaming, those are my belongings <laughs> while dad's just throwing left and rights like it's fucking Conor McGregor. So that was a good one. 
He, uh, he was throwing left and rights like uh, your boy on Temptation Island after he got cheated on. <laughs> so the, uh, the other one was uh, Danielle was sleeping in the fetal position of the uh, the apartment in the kitchen the whole time, pretending just she was too tired, didn't want to move while me and dad and mom <laughs> were going up three flights of stairs. That's how you get free <laughs> drinks and food on an airplane. <laughs> I was having a mental breakdown, but yes, it was, uh, you know, it was bad. Now, the last one, Danielle was doing okay at this one, but her boyfriend at the time she was living with, <laughs> Dylan, he was fake sleeping on the couch the whole time. It's like So a, he was pulling a woman move like she was pulling last like time? It's like a shotgun apartment, too. So we're walking right by this dude <laughs> the whole time. Were you, like, lifting cheeks, farting on him as you were going through, or what? I mean, I can't say I didn't do that. <laughs> so... He's just fake sleeping the whole time. We finally get the whole car loaded up. We get in. We're driving away. And this sad motherfucker is like a puppy dog. Goes out to the balcony and just sitting there staring as we're driving away. Like it's some old school movie where the love of his life is now leaving him. Well, I mean, you figure. And, you, and, then, and then he texted me like and was, was like, oh, can you come back? I, you know, I just want to talk like. This, you know, he was still trying to hang out. I was like, no, I'm with my parents. We're going to go move all my shit. Like, <laughs> hey, like we just packed up the moving truck. Like, what are you talking about? Where were you three hours ago when you were fake sleeping? Yeah, he planted, you know, he he planted those seeds. And you he deserve that. And you can't trick Danielle. She knows that move. She's done that move. <laughs> yeah, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. Right, so yeah, you you're either moving or you're not. Speaking just uh, speaking of Dylan, real quick, I saw you sh shoot some feelers out to see if anybody's heard from him in a while. Was that successful? Uh, so everyone said they hadn't heard from him, but I I don't know if I had told the podcast this yet or not. But uh, a few months ago, he refollowed me on Twitter and and was trying to reach out to me and. Uh, I was just like, whoa, no way. And then the account was deleted or either I was blocked from it. I don't know. I mean, he's but I couldn't look at the account. He's got to have a burner, though. You don't think he already follows you? No, but so at the end of my drive the other day, uh, you know, eight hours, nine hours, I saw his old truck and I drove past on the interstate and it looked just like him. And I was like... That might be him. That's crazy. But I was also like on hour eight of the road trip. So, um, you know, who knows? I could have just like. Hallucinated just, Dylan? Yeah. That would be crazy, right? Uh, maybe that's the universe telling you something. We'll, we may find out more. Um, <laughs> no, thanks. So uh, another another one for housekeeping here is. So on this move with dad and mom, which they were unable to watch any of the LSU Georgia game because the move went longer than expected. Was there any good moving stories from here that would rival some of the ones I spoke about? Uh, no, everything, everything was good up until the very end. Uh, you know, dad just got a little feisty. He was kind of raising his voice and like immediately after he had yelled at me and mom to lift something or move something, uh, my upper floor neighbor like yelled down from the balcony. She was like, hey, uh, I heard y'all. If you, you know, if you ever need anything, I'm lacy, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, I'm, but I'm moving out, Lacey. Too little, too late. Yeah, she was concerned by our family dynamic, I think, because dad was yelling at us. And, poor Butch. You know. Poor Butch having to do all the heavy lifting. I bet he missed Craig the most. Oh, was yeah. It, was it weird moving without Craig? He's kind of a staple of the moving game. Yeah, I, I loved when he would come out to eat with us afterwards, you know. I feel like that's when me and Craig talk the most is over some some liquor. Yeah, Craig typically can't talk to girls unless he's had a, a drink or two. Or he's got a bunch of singles on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one last thing before we get into Naughty or Nice. So in the last podcast that you were on with J-Bone, you declared your DMs open because you were no, you were no longer in a relationship and you were single. Mm-hmm. How'd your DMs... Uh, get after that declaration so i'm not sure if it's like directly related to the declaration or you know if the universe just manifested this for me but yeah i've had a whole parade in my dms um it's like mardi gras it's mardi gras um every day but no dick pics which i'm not disappointed by but you sound disappointed changed okay well you know the, maybe the people are getting a little older. Maybe the dick's not as flattering. Maybe they realize dick pics aren't needed in the next decade. Well, yeah, and maybe people, you know, consider consequences for their actions, and they're like, "Damn, you know, some girl might make fun of me for for sending her a dick pic at like five a.m. on a Friday." That's very <laughs> very I mean, sus- sus- uh, specific time. <laughs> no, when you say I mean, it's, I like, don't know what day you should send them, but. If you were going to choose, what would be the best time and date? I kind of i i would i would like people to be like less distracted. So maybe like a Wednesday, like day, night, noon. Oh, nighttime. Okay. But I'm not asking to receive dick pics at you know Wednesday night. But if you do, uh, uh, dick pics on Hump Day. Yeah. Exactly. You had something else? Yeah, I was going to ask to describe, I mean, you use the analogy of it being like Mardi Gras in your DM. So a lot of flashes, but you're saying no dick. So just a lot of tits in your DMs? Like you getting a lot of lesbo action going on here? Or man boob? So no, but I'm I'm not closed off to it. You know, if, if, if y'all want to let the female v- viewers out there know that, uh, you know, I'm not going to block anyone for flashing me in the DMs. Same goes for Talking Small Podcast. Reciprocity. <laughs> you know, no hard block. All right. So if now we'll get to 2019's Naughty or Nice. This is when we'll talk about a person thing and say, was it naughty or nice in 2019? Okay. Do I get to explain it or it's just like yes. what comes to my head? Yes, you get to explain. Okay. Well, Harley's going to lead this one off since he's got his own list. I did something a little bit uh, unconventional here, so I'll, I'll kind of pepper mine in as, I'm, uh, as we go through this, I guess. All right, so my first one's going to be the easiest one. Just to lay up. Everyone wants it. Warm up, warm up. Okay, you want me to warm up first? All right, so I'll go with Popeye's. So... Was Popeye's this year naughty or nice? They brought this chicken sandwich in. They took it away. They brought it back. There's long lines. 
Popeyes, naughty or nice in 2019? Naughty, probably the naughtiest. What? Like, they literally just took, like, marketing, consumerism 101, like, fucking threw out these sandwiches. They were irresponsible. Um, it Irres- wasn't... It was fucking ridiculous, and then they just had everyone download the app and wait for it to come back, and they blamed it on the buns, and they blamed it on a ton of things, but it was just Popeyes being ran poorly. So I, I say they're on the naughty list. I, I disagree. Popeyes is nice. It's giving the people the choices. I found it funny that America finally got hip to Popeyes being good just because they have a fucking chicken sandwich. Like, I had the chicken sandwich the other day as I popped in. No line. It just went and I was like, oh, there's no line. I'm getting food for work. I'll just, you know, try one of these sandwiches. It's all right. Tastes like fucking Popeyes chicken. Not a big deal, but... uh. But they just. Did you get the spicy or classic? I got the regular one because I heard it was better than the spicy. Uh, I like the spicy. No, spicy one's better. All right, well, uh, but I mean, you said they they played everyone like a fiddle. Marketing one hundred and one. They let Twitter get a, get all frothy about it. Had lines and hoopla and people getting stabbed. Then you know they took it away. Let people want more. And then they, you know, brought it back. I mean, they're they're definitely nice. Their bank account's looking real proper after this uh, chicken sandwich thing. So that's how I'm going with it. I mean, anytime you got people getting stabbed over getting a chicken sandwich, you got to be doing something right. All right, so let's go to the next one. What do you say? Oh, Popeyes. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I guess I'll break the tie. I'll say um, I'll say nice because the sandwich is pretty good. The lines are kind of dying down a little bit, and if it's here to stay, I'll be having some Popeyes in the next decade too. <laughs> nice decade, Pop. All right. So the next one is since we're easing into it, Danielle. Do you know who Robert Kraft is? No. Okay, so he's the owner of J Bones New England Patriots. He won a Super Bowl. He freed Meek Mill. And he also got caught at the rub and tug of Orchids of Asia in 2019. Okay. He also just flew a bunch of uh, kids with their parents in jail from New York and New Jersey up to New England on his private plane just so he could try to convert them into Patriots fans and show them a good time. Okay. So, Al, since she doesn't know who he is, started off naughty or nice for 2019? Well, Harley, so far, you know, what I did, my little off-the-radar uh, off thing that was a little unconventional, what I did is I went to Google 2019 and looked up the trending under things. So, so far under recipes, you've already knocked out Popeye's chicken sandwich, and now you've knocked out the number 10 most Googled person of 2019, Robert Kraft. All right, that being said, great work by you. But I'll go Robert Kraft. Uh, nice. You know, his wife died. He's just trying to get his rocks off. He's doing good for the community. He's winning Super Bowls. I think Robert Kraft, you know, the, uh, the DOJ mislabeled him at, you know, getting jerked off by women who were human trafficked. That was also a lie. So, I mean, I don't think, I think Robert Kraft's on the up and up here. Robert Kraft, he's a nice guy. Wears power shirts. So I'll say he's a little naughty. 
Um, I think he's doing a good That's job. That's not an option. A little naughty. Okay. It's, he's naughty or he's nice. Well, he's a little naughty. Well, he's he's a little naughty, which so makes him naughty. naughty. Which makes him naughty. So okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll choose a side. Well, that's what the Asian lady, you know, he told, <laughs> "Hey, call me a naughty boy," and yeah. You know. So what I think here is, somehow this old man is is I think he's losing his marbles a little bit. Why is he trying to free rappers? Why are you hanging out with all these young people? He's trying to. He's going to his, clubs. His wife died. Fucking give him a break. <laughs> you heard of a midlife crisis? Well, he's a you know octogenarian crisis. I don't care. You don't need to be hanging out with rappers when you're wearing a fucking uh, blue shirt, white all his, collar. All his friends are fucking dead. Who do you want him to hang out with? He's he wants to look f- at Nicki Minaj's big ass. Don't blame the man. I think, oh, yeah, clearly all his friends are dead. That's why he goes into the Orchids of Asia and gets tugged off. Right. He so, can't find companionship in this lonely, lonely world. And look at you just shitting on him. I think that's naughty. I don't think he should be involved in that stuff. Stick to sports. So you, so okay. you, you're saying Sager's also on the naughty list? Then you're against rubbing tugs. Yeah, yeah. Sager's always naughty. <laughs> All right, Daniel. So, so I was gonna say that as the tiebreaker, who doesn't have any research on this person and doesn't actually know, you know, what's right and what's wrong here. But you heard I both of our on, arguments. You've heard our arguments. Okay, so he's on the nice list, and it's because he. All of your, like, complaints about him are just literally the guy being himself. Like, he's just trying to be free. He's just, he's enjoying what he enjoys. Like, you know, he he's doing the best for himself. So I say that he's living his true real life, and he's trying to help people. All so right. he's on the nice so list. So take note of what Danielle just said. Hey. People being themselves, because the next two, she's going to have a hard time sticking on that line. <laughs> hard time. Oh, I no. see, hard time. I see what you did there. Hey, uh, Danielle, check your DMs for a Robert Kraft dick pic coming up on a Wednesday. <laughs> All right. So the next one is R. Kelly. In 2019, they had a documentary come out called Surviving R. Kelly, which basically showed that he was abusing underage fans, girls, a whole ton. He uh, went to, I think he's uh, sitting in sentencing in Chicago in jail right now, waiting on trial or something like that. So R. Kelly doing the damn thing. These are things that happened a way long time ago. He's still making records. He's still remixing to Ignition. He was touring just as recently as last year. So R. Kelly just doing him for years has now ended up in hot water in the documentary called Surviving R. Kelly that's brought to light something that 2019 will cancel. So, Danielle, what say you for R. Kelly? Naughty or nice in 2019? I mean, inherently naughty. Like, forever naughty. He's naughty. But 2019 was pretty nice uh, if you compare it to other years. He's been incarcerated for a while. You know, I think he's he hit rock bottom and he might come back not fully, but uh, he, he he's working towards nice. I think he's nice. So what you're what the hell? What you're saying is for America, it's nice that he's locked up. Yeah, I think he's doing better than he did last year. You is this just this year on the naughty or nice list? Because yeah, that's what I thought we were doing. Yeah, just okay. what they've done on this year. Okay. Yeah. That, that was, uh, Al, what do you say? She's you, out of her goddamn mind. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? He's doing the best. He's in fucking jail for abusing a bunch of underage women. 
He's on the. You said he's on forever on the naughty list, and then you just said, "Oh, he's nice for 2019." No, uh, Harley, uh, naughty. I don't need to explain myself anymore. Shout out to Eric for being in the background of his trial uh, in Chicago. Uh, Harley, you just keep on hitting it. R. Kelly was number five most trended person and number one most trended musician in 2019. So yeah, you're continuing to crush it. All right, so R. Kelly Colin a stocking easy. Yeah, I'm going with naughty as well. So, R. Kelly, you're getting the naughty for all the reasons Hal said. It doesn't need to be explained. All right. And Danielle's a rapist apologist <laughs> over here. Let the record show. All right. So, we're going into another uh, uh, singer here uh, Michael Jackson, longtime dead. He's fucking dead. But. Leaving Neverland came out this year. The documentary of these people talking about the sexual acts that Michael Jackson did in 2019. His music still listened to, still on the top of the charts. Was he naughty or nice in 2019 from the grave? Uh, he's dead. I'm not giving him. I'm not giving him a naughty or a nice. He's dead. He's holding up my traffic with his funeral processions. He's. Uh, no, I'm not giving him a rating. He he doesn't get anything in his stocking. He's a fucking dead man. So you're saying dead man tell no tales? I'm saying yeah, naughty, nice, whatever. He, he he's he's committed his last act. He doesn't get to be uh he doesn't get to be weighed on the scales of justice. All I he's burning in hell. Dead people can trend, dude. They can have good years. Like when Danielle realized that Lincoln freed the slaves. Things can happen that are very, very positive after you came and gone in this world. Danielle, what do you say for how Michael Jackson's legacy was naughty or nice in 2019? I think the more we learn, like, the naughtier he gets. Like, we knew he was a piece of shit. We, we, we suspected everything. Like, from the grave, we're learning more and more. And it's not just, oh, we thought, like, this is all being confirmed. So I say naughty, naughtier than ever. I agree with Danielle. I think it's naughty. When I hear Michael Jackson on one side of the bed, jerking it, having a little boy on the other side spread his butthole cheeks, and then him going and intermittently toss a salad and beat off, that is an image that is naughty and I don't need it in my head, but it's there and I'm not happy about it. You just put it all in all of our heads. Yeah, thanks a lot. Like, yeah. I like to share the burden. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, let's go a little lighter note. Uh, naughty or nice, Danielle, you're going to start first on this one. Billy McFarlane, the founder of Firefest in 2019. I don't know what any of that is. You've been living under the rock? Is Billy McFarlane on your list over there, Al? No, it is not. How is Billy McFarlane not on the list? This is this is just pissing me off. Billy McFarlane's awesome. I, I think he's been nice. Billy McFarlane, way underrated. He's ahead of his time. He's the new con man of the 2020 decade. People weren't even thinking like him. You can't wait for Billy McFarlane's next venture. I want to see how he can con the world again. Like, this is like you thought con men were done with the new technology. They just steal a credit card number here or there and buy some candy in Mexico or whatever the fuck they do with it. Billy McFarlane has figured out how to con people in 2019. I can't wait to see him get out of jail and figure out how to con people in 2020. I'll be watching. I think it's nice. Okay. Wow. All right, so am I the only one that's rating Billy McFarlane? Yeah, Billy (laughs) McFarlane, you know, he had two documentaries come out about him in a week. I mean, I guess he did well for his profile, but he's a piece of shit. All right, let's get to one that's close to home here. Wait, were y'all talking about Firefest? Yeah, the guy that ran Firefest. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
<laughs> way after the fact. Yeah, he he's naughty, right? I said nice. Okay. Yeah, Harley's taking Oppo there, but yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's naughty. Next. Okay. All right. Next. Big Frida. What Big Frida did won supposedly worth $2.5 million, but still had the audacity to rob our buddy E at Point Blank range in the middle of the night coming home for a wedding. So Big Frida's 2019 naughty or nice? I can't blame Big Frida for spotting an easy mark with Eric looking thirsty in the middle of the night, but you know, it's a little it's a little uh it's bad to rob people, so I'm gonna go naughty there. You know, it's not nice to to try to bring our buddy Eric to an ATM and make him pull out all of his mom's cash. So I'm I'm gonna go naughty there. Danielle, what about Big Frida? I mean yeah Definitely naughty. I'll agree with that. Yeah, Eric, it's a clean sweep on the naughty. We back you, buddy. Even though she's worth $2.5 million, she didn't need your ATM money. She's already got money in the bank. So, Big Frida, you're naughty in 2019. All right. Somebody also close to that, Jesse Sommelier. Now, if you don't know who Jesse Sommelier is... <laughs> He was attacked by two people, allegedly in January of this year, yelling out racial and homophobic slurs and poured chemicals on him. However, under further review, two Nigerian brothers were arrested and later released as potential witnesses. And basically, Somalia paid the brothers to assault him so he gets some some public burn and then... Somalia denies this, but he was arrested in February, and everything got eventually dropped. But he's getting sued by the city of Chicago for $130,000 in overtime related to the buffoonery of his case. Jesse Somalia, Al, naughty or nice? Um, I'll just let you the Google trending people. Jesse Smollett was number two on here. I love Harley's giving him the credit of being able to smell a wine and know what it hints of and where it probably came from, calling him Jesse Samoyer. Uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, naughty. He he, he, faked a ra- he pulled a fake race card and, you know, created this whole charade. He was, he, he was, it was at 3 a.m. and he went and got like a, a Subway sandwich and was, getting interviewed by the police with a fake noose around his neck. Like, this dude is a fucking clown. Naughty. Next. Danielle, what do you say? Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would say it was naughty, but I do think he had nice intentions. Like, the intent behind it. What? Like He was going to get written off his show, and he faked a hate crime to get kept on. So, I don't think it was about the show. I think he wanted attention, like publicity, like he wanted his own fame and wanted to be a victim. So, that's what's good intentions in your book is wanting to be famous. He had good intentions. He just wanted to be famous. He just pulled a fake race, uh, race, racial relation thing. I mean, it it wasn't like nice, but it wasn't naughty. Oh, choose a side. I mean, initially I said nice, but I'll go with naughty. All right, so I was going to confirm the naughty here. That's just complete bullshit. He got fired off his show anyway. The sommelier, the smullet, whatever his name is. Get him out of here. You canceled, bro. Well, he got caught, so, you know. 
Yeah, but he has If only Donald Trump could suffer his own consequences for like the shit he gets caught doing. Spoilers. Like, we'll that's get, a hot take. We'll, we'll get to him. Wait. <laughs> All right. I'm calling bullshit on this Google list. It doesn't have Trump on it. <laughs> All that's right. definitely a. Uh, what do they what do they call that? Uh, shadow ban. <laughs> That's a fucking shadow ban. How is how is Trump not on here but Jordan Woods is number 8? Who's Jordan <laughs> Woods? Exactly. <laughs> All right, Danielle, Jordan Woods, naughty or nice. I know you you know who that is. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know what Explain happened to her Harley. recently. Explain it to Harley. So, I think she was on American Idol, right? That's Jordan. Uh, That's years. Jordan Sparks. I'll take my own man card for that one. (laughs) No, the the girl who created the the hit masterpiece No Air. Like, tell me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. Y'all know who I'm talking about. You know the hit. I'll Google it right now, but I'm pretty sure that's Jordan Sparks. It's called No Air. Oh, (laughs) okay. I think you're right. Yes, I am right. I'll take my own man card again. I don't know what song you're talking about, but. Yeah, yeah. Y'all don't know I'm, no air. I'm more, by of, I'm more of a Clay Aiken guy. Yeah, I, I know you're Kelly Clarkson or Ruben Stuttered. Carrie Underwood's legs win. Like you're not going to get any that argument one from us. Idol. Yeah, but leg, legs can be in the DMs too, huh, Daniel? I think she finished yeah. fifth, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm carrying Underwood right now. Jordan Woods was the. Uh, Girl in the Kardashian universe who cheated, who oh. like made out with Tristan Thompson b- behind Khloe yeah, Kardashian's and- back or some shit. But yeah, exactly. anyway, she anyway, she's on him. the list, but Trump isn't. Well, yeah, because no one knew who she was until she just hurt Khloe, America's sweetheart. Yeah, because that's what I think when I think Khloe. <laughs> All right, so should I go into the next one? Yeah. All right, let's go with. Uh, Joey Burrow, Heisman, 12-0, and 48 touchdowns, SEC record, like 4,800 passing yards, SEC record. Won like every fucking award ever and gets free food in Baton Rouge for life. Joey Burrow, naughty or nice? Danielle, you can start. Very nice. Doing great. Yeah, I mean, this is slam dunk. This is nice. I mean... You might have fucking Alabama well, fans that are upset about Joey Burrow. Right, well, I don't think any Alabama fans listen to this podcast. Joe Burrow, nice. How, how's Joe Burrow uh, perceived in Austin after waving goodbye to the fans and, and doing horns down with his dad? I mean, I feel like no one in Austin like debates sports with me or hot takes, but um, I imagine the people of Austin don't care. They're just smoking weed and sitting in the on the green belt. Yeah, weed's not legal there, so that's very interesting. They're all criminals. All right, so uh, Joe Burrow, nice, clean sweep there. All right, let's get one that's really, really close to our hearts. How about John Bell Edwards, governor-elect of re-elect in Louisiana? I mean, I, I don't get too into politics, so you, I, I don't know what he did or didn't do, but he's a pol- he's a politician, so I'm going to just go naughty. They're all fucking frauds. Yeah, I'm going to say naughty, too. Well, I'm going to have to say naughty as well. He cheated the election. All the Republicans stayed home, and John Bell Edwards got four more years. Wait, how did how did he cheat? I don't know. If I knew, we could bring him up on charges. We know lawyers. Okay. 
No, I think I think John Bell Edwards had a good year for him. He did fine. Okay, he still needs a lower uh, taxes. Let me let me add one from the uh, Google trending of people in the year, which I'm now calling into question now that Trump's not on here. But anyway, what about Aunt Becky, Lori Laughlin, one of the actresses in Hollywood who paid absorbent amount of money to get her dumb daughter in the USC and got caught for it and tried. Naughty or nice, Harley? Aunt Becky, I think, I think this is nice. Rich people need to spend their money giving it back to people that don't have it. This is the way of taking the one percenters and giving money back. So who cares that their snot-nosed kid gets to go to college? It's just going back to the fucking university, and it trickles down to professors and this other kind of stuff. So I'm all for the rich just losing money on stupid ways. Your kid could be fucking smart, or you could just pay a lot of money. Sure, distribute wealth democratically that seems like the best thing to do she's nice how does the money get to the university though if she's paying like some fake coach under the table like how does that trickle down to anybody besides build a pool for that one guy in the back of his house well so the kids gonna be on campus so they're gonna be eating at the mickey d's the chick-fil-a the um you know the buds broilers canes uh, popeyes whatever's on campus they're gonna be putting their money in textbooks aren't covered those are expensive Uber, Lyft in the area, uh, buying drinks for co-eds. You know, all, all the normal stuff that you're going to be reinvesting by having your rich kid there. So you're saying Aunt Becky's nice for doing trickle-down economics. Yeah, she's okay. redistributing her wealth. I think it's fine. But, like, her kid isn't going to be a part of the workforce of the community. Like, her kid's not going to be, you know, giving back, being a part of the workforce. So I would say, you know, just her kid got played the most. You know, imagine thinking you were smart enough to get into a school and then you find out your mom, like, paid your way in some sort of scandal to get you in. There's no way the kid doesn't know. The uh, kid's definitely in on it. Okay. Uh, I'll oh, wait. I'll, I don't know. I'll weigh in on this one. This is this is naughty in my book. Boo. Your, your kid's a dummy, and uh, she's like a YouTuber and, and, I guess, making some sort of money for that. Like, she just wants to go to college to party. Like, you don't need to pay hundred thousand dollars or whatever aunt becky ended up paying to have your kid go to school like she could do the same exact thing and not be enrolled in classes yeah so then money's going to somebody else that doesn't have it redistribution of wealth yeah but it's going to a fucking grease ball so i'm gonna go aunt becky naughty in 2019 yeah, what this grease ball's probably doing he's probably doing like craig and investing in, in fucking local women that need that but need aunt, to eat but aunt becky's the only one of these hollywood people who had the balls enough to actually like fight and do a not guilty instead of taking a plea so Aunt Becky's a little bit of a savage I will give her a little bit of credit there for that one all right can I do one because I bet this person's on your list all right all right 2019 no nice Dwayne the Rock Johnson not on the list okay your list is completely compromised hey this is Google so uh, besides ballers suck and he came out with Hobbs and Shaw and now his- you still watch ballers yeah, I find it. it's it's not good. Anyway, his films have grossed over three point five billion, and over in then North America and ten point five billion worldwide. And he's the most successful and highest grossing actor of all time. Really? Yes. So, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, our version of Sly Stallone. What you say, Danielle? Naughty or he- nice? He's naughty. He's making too much money. We, we don't see where it's going. You know, we don't see 
the the tax return you know the taxes we don't know what he's doing i say that he's he's being naughty with the money <laughs> uh, um the rock i'll give him a naughty i mean he's just pu- putting out he's he has that number by attaching himself to vin diesel star of the fast and furious franchise and then you know, going after him. And he's just in a bunch of clunkers. Like, name one good... Not name one. Name, like, three good movies he's put in the last three years. He puts out seven shitty movies a year. So, I'll go naughty. Put out some quality cinema instead of farting out shit movies like Kevin Hart. Which is Kevin Hart's on the list. He's number one all time, though. Like, that's gotta be nice. He He's used his charisma and his genuine heart and his cheat videos on Instagram... To become the number one influencer in the world. That's amazing. That's very nice. Spoken like so good with this stuff. Spoken like an Under Armour shill. I know Craig would back me up with that one. All right. This one's got to be on your list. How about Kanye West? Also not on the list. All right. Your list is suspect. I think it, I think it is because of that. He's, right. not even, he's not even on the uh, top ten list of musicians either. So He's doing nice. So he's got he, Sunday he service himself. albums. Jesus is King finally came out. J Bone was very upset at times, but also I don't think he really liked the album as much. I got I didn't get a full breakdown from J Bone yet. Uh, but Kanye also claims he's a billionaire, even though Forbes says he's only worth two hundred forty million. So he's got that going for him. Yeah, I think he's doing nice. Um, he. He said he's no longer going to be performing like his his naughty, you know, old music where he curses or he, he talks about hoes and bitches. And I think that he's on the, the nice track. Uh, I'm going naughty here. Anybody who, like, goes into a public, uh, I've been saved, I'm going to be religious now. It never ends up sticking. It's gonna. It's like Snoop Dogg coming out with Snoop Lion doing a Rasta album. Like this is purely, purely a gimmick for record sales. If you believe this, you know I got a. Uh, what do they call that? I got a bridge in China. I'd like to sell you. What do they Our say? Beachfront property in uh, yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know this is just a phase. The man, uh, I don't, the man ain't right. And uh, I also don't like when people call other people geniuses. Like, okay, the man, the dude made a beat. He's not a fucking genius. I hate that. So uh, I'm gonna go Kanye West naughty here. I think this is a, uh, I think this is a fraud move. So after watching Righteous Gemstones, I'm just picturing Kanye doing what the Gemstones were doing and just making a bunch of loot off of Christ and not really giving it back, living large on the teeth of Christ. So I'm going to say naughty because I don't think it needs to be a showboating if it was really for Christ. He's got too many cameras involved. People are getting too excited about it. There's too much pub around it if it was for the Jesus. About two weeks ago, I had an Uber driver who uh, was a gospel coordinator at a local church in Austin. And, you know, he just told me his life story and he was telling me how Kanye is the real deal and he has experience in the business. So he knows. Um, 
that Kanye's heart's in the right place. And he talked to me for like 15 minutes about it. And I, I was at my destination, like trying to get out of the car and he just had to continue on about, uh, about Kanye. So he's definitely influencing people and motivating people and pushing them in a certain direction. Yeah. So, uh, if you want the, the pull of the Uber drivers, you know, go to Kanye. Like, I, that's, <laughs> that's the exactly type of person who's easily brainwashed i remember i had an uber driver one time in la driving me to eric's place who was like hey what are you gonna do this weekend i was like you know gonna party whatever and he like he was like this uh hispanic guy and he like scoffed at me for for drinking or whatever he was claiming he was all religious or whatever and i was like you know what was jesus's first miracle it was changing water into wine right like you think drinking's bad just on its face value whatever he was like oh he had no comeback for that it was pretty fucking funny but uh i guess you had to be there uh harley naughty or nice 2019 baby yoda number one trending baby in 2019 that's bullshit all right so baby yoda i don't know anything about it i just see a bunch of memes so uh, he looks cute. So I'm going nice, even though I think it's a he's a fucking savage. Also, so, yeah, go Danielle. Yeah. So from what I hear, there's like some controversy because the species isn't Yoda, and it's not the actual Yoda. So the actual Yoda would have died, and it couldn't be this this new Yoda unless reincarnation came into play. So uh, that's what I've read online that, pe- you know, people are upset that people are mistaking that as the actual baby Yoda when it's just a baby version of that species that doesn't have a name. That's what I've heard. So I think I think he's nice. He's just a baby. Danielle, you know, you can watch the Mandalorian or whatever it's called on Disney Plus because you have Verizon and it's free. Speaking of number one trending search of 2019, Disney Plus. Way to get that ad in, Harley. No problem. That's why we're in sync. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna away. say naughty. I don't. I don't trust the content. I don't. I don't. You know. I just think they're being a little naughty. They're new. They're just trying to make some money and get in there. Yeah, but I mean, again, this is like Billy McFarlane. If you can, if you can suck the teat out or. Get milk the teat of America and just bank a bunch of money. I'm all for it. Fuck it. Do it. I mean, that's what people say about Kim Kardashian. You know, like, oh, if you can, you know, make that much money off a sex tape, then you deserve it. Yeah. Or Do like y'all think Kim Kardashian deserves all the fame? Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. If you got a big old ass and want to get fucked by Ray J on camera, then go for it. I'm cool with it. Sex tapes had a strong finish to 2019. Dave Portnoy. ASAP Rocky, Logan Paul. I think I'm missing one too, all within like the last two weeks. Is that going to be a trend for the next decade, Harley? No, I think people are going to get tired of sex tapes. I don't, I don't think people care as much anymore. Mm, I don't know about that. I don't think so. I think sex, like you, the next presidential candidate coming out, like will have a sex tape and people will be like, ah, oh, cool, that's cool. I've seen, seen so and so, you know, banging. That's oh cool. yeah, that's going to be a thing. Like within twenty years, everyone's going to have one. Yeah. I think sex tapes are less special now because you know everyone has a phone and everyone's taking pictures of themselves and so it's kind of like dick pics it's on the decline uh so i'm gonna go naughty but i mean obviously naughty sex tapes are naughty but i think they're on the decline and not trending no they're on the incline but 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 there's an oversaturation in the market so it's not as 
not as big yeah, of a deal. You're not, you're not going to become Kim Kardashian by a sex tape anymore. Pretty much. Um, you got how many many how many more do you have, Harley? I just have the Grand Poopa, the last one. Okay, I have another um, kind of a segment after this that kind of dovetails off of off of what I was doing with the Google Trends. So you want to hit the last one? All right, so we're gonna go with the Donalator, Trumpy Poo, <sighs> case for naughty. Got impeached, really uh, sniffing around the Ukraine like it's a game of risk. Case for nice, he hasn't nuked anyone and had a really good Greenland tweet. Danielle, naughty or nice for Trumpy Poo? Naughty. I mean, there's no way around it. He, uh, he, he's ruined Twitter for me. I have to always see his fucking tweets. Um, I've never seen a Donald know? Trump tweet. You follow him? Why don't you unfollow him? People retweet him into my feed and reply to his comments and quote retweet with like their opinions of it. So I don't even follow political people, but he's everywhere. What do you mean? That uh that calls into the question of the most Googled thing. Like that's a that's a big red herring on this that he's not even on the top ten of people. Um Trump, naughty or nice, 2019. Um, I don't know. I think Trump's had a pretty good year for Trump. I mean, for Trump, it's I, been relatively quiet. I would never call him a nice guy. I saw a tweet where he was talking about, you know, I've did the most research on windmills in the world or something earlier today. I don't know. He's just a fucking clown. Like, I, he makes me laugh for some reason. Like Harley said, he hasn't nuked anybody yet. He's kind of like a limp dick. Like, he has no power. He's just kind of a uh, a fucking court jester. Uh, I guess I can't give him a nice moniker, but yeah, he, he definitely is entertaining. And for someone who doesn't follow politics, like, he, it's entertaining. He was he was Trump nice. You know how you got, like, twin hot or, or engineer hot or... Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, he, he's, he's Trump, Trump nice. nice. Yeah, I agree with that. I like that. All right, so I'm done with naughty or nice. I think I'll give Trump a Trump nice as well. Really? Yeah, because look at that Greenland tweet. That was just great. I think that that was like worth it right then and there. That content was A+. plus. Damn, uh, y'all are going to re-elect, re-elect Trump in 2020. Hey, Danielle, have you ever heard of the story of the 10 people that go eat breakfast? What? No. I've never heard this, and I'm intrigued because that, <laughs> that sounds like a Mitch album book title. All right, so none Dan- of our viewers will get that joke, but it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, so Danielle, there's these ten people that go eat breakfast at the same spot every time. Their bill's always a hundred dollars, but they don't pay the same. So the top guy pays forty bucks. The second guy pays twenty bucks if you're keeping that sixty bucks. The third and fourth guy pay fifteen a pop. So if you're keeping count, that is ninety dollars. It's the third and fourth guy. The fifth and sixth guy pay five bucks a piece, which now you're at a hundred, and the last four eat for free every single day. So as the days go on, blah 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 blah, the owner of the restaurant says, Y'all are the best customers. Y'all come here every day and spend a hundred dollars on breakfast. And so what happens is the uh, the guy says, I think y'all are great. You already paid for breakfast today. I'm gonna give you a hundred bucks back. So when they get the hundred bucks back, everybody wants ten bucks because there's 
10 people. So they think they should share, split it the same. Well, the person that's been paying 40 bucks every day says, bullshit, I should get 40 bucks because I pay 40 bucks. So they fight, they fight, they fight. They give everybody 10 bucks. Next day to breakfast, the guy that pays 40 bucks doesn't show up and they can't pay their bill. That's Democrats. Wow. Harley, where'd you hear that? Uh, where'd you hear that yarn? <laughs> who taught? Who who told you that? Who told you that thing? I mean, that's a better one than the chili cook-off. I'll give you that. Real ones will get that reference. Oh, I got. I mean, it's a good. It's a good um, parallel. So if you keep taxing the rich, and then when you have money to give back, you don't share it the right way. Your rich that are paying more of their share will up and leave. So it's just a good it's a good reference of the American economy. You just gotta watch out what you do. Yeah, I mean it's it's a fabricated, weird, false story, but you think it portrays the economy, which Michelle is, is uh, taxation, but that's not actually how things work. Danielle, let me put this into a more real world scenario. All right, so say there's this guy who pays for everything who helps you move every time you move, and then when he's helping you move the most heavy shit, 90% of the shit, and then after five hours he gets kind of pissed off, you got to give him kind of a leeway because he's doing all the goddamn work. (laughs) Makes sense. Buy that man a daiquiri. And then there's Dylan just sitting on the couch. Exactly. And that's the Democrat now. Uh, <laughs> all right. So keeping this into another Shoat family story, uh, as Harley mentioned, Joe Burrow earlier, uh, LSU was on the precipice of playing for another national championship. Now, the last time LSU was in a national championship, I happened to be at Harley's apartment where Danielle was living at the time and Butch was in town. This was 2012 when Alabama beat LSU 21 to nothing. I blacked all that shit out. It was a terrible game. LSU didn't get past the 50-yard line until like garbage time in the fourth quarter. I didn't remember where I watched it. Well, um, so in honor of that, I'm I'm going to tell a little bit of this story. You guys can pipe in with uh, what what you remember from it. At some point in the game, we were all pissed off because, like I said, LSU couldn't get past the 50-yard line. Well, Danielle moseys on from her room to the kitchen and goes, Who ate my cosmic brownie? Harley, you ate my cosmic brownie. And I didn't know what a fucking cosmic brownie was, but I was laughing at the name. And Harley was denying it. And Danielle was freaking out. And she threw like a... whole bag of open like Doritos that went all over the floor and then stormed to her room and slammed the door leaving Harley Butch to clean up the Doritos all on the carpet uh, while we were watching LSU get their shit pushed in by Alabama (laughs) memories anyone (laughs) no I don't remember any of that but I, I I do believe it happened I just, I blocked all that out, I guess. I got blamed for those cosmic brownies for fucking months. I don't eat no fucking cosmic brownie. You fucking kidding me? I ain't eating that bullshit. What do I look like, a fucking 12-year-old? I ain't drinking, eating a fucking Christmas tree cake or a cosmic brownie. Hey, watch your mouth with those Christmas tree cakes are hitting good this holiday season. Shout out to little Debbie. Yeah, I actually made eye contact with them today at the grocery store, but 
not the cosmic brownies in particular, but the little Debbie snacks, you know, those cakes. They have a bunch of seasonal uh, options. Dad's a real hunker for zebra cakes, but it's really on the sly. He only eats them in very, very unique situations where he knows mom's not around. All right. I think we're running a little long, Harley. I got one more segment. You got anything else? Uh, we were going to wing it on 2020 goals, new decade, new damn bleasy, but I feel like we've we've covered enough stuff, so um, we'll let Danielle come back at some point, and she can tell us our her new year, new decade goals. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so in this segment right here, it's just kind of dovetailing on the Google trends I looked up. I looked up a bunch of different things I haven't written down, but – one I have specifically designed for Danielle here to keep me and Harley youthful and connected to the young people is uh, the top 10 most searched what is dot, dot, dot searched on Google. So, okay. you know, if Danielle can't answer, maybe Harley can pipe in for some, uh, you know, steal a point here. The first one on the Google list, which we've already called out as being kind of suspect, what is Area 51, Danielle? So everyone was going to, um, what's it called? It starts with an H, not Horde. Uh, I was going to say Raid starts with an R. Okay. Well, that's not the word I was thinking of. But, yeah, everyone was going to kick into Area 51. And, uh, I mean, the government can't, can't catch us all. So I agree with that. Yeah, but what is Area 51, though? Like, you know, why we can't would... all get in trouble, so... Why would people want to storm it, though? What is actual Area 51? Yeah, I mean, there's aliens. It's where they shot the lunar landing. Oh, you gotta be fucking shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. get into fucking the moon didn't exist. This is complete and utter garbage. You think fucking Neil Armstrong's getting them kind of hops in fucking Arizona or New Mexico? Have you watched the documentaries? The The lighting makes no sense. There's weird shadows that shouldn't exist. There would be no shadows on the moon. Uh, what are you, you talking know, about? There's meteors. There's tons of 51. space shit. Oh, that's... Comp- no, yeah. you, you gotta watch it. No. I, I refuse to believe that fucking garbage. That's all propaganda. And if there's aliens... On Earth, you better believe we've been to the fucking moon because they wouldn't come after us if we ain't fucking broke our own world. That's exactly oh, no, what I was going to say, Harley. Us. The government's just hiding all of it. Yeah, because the government can control these uh, superior beings that can find us, but they can't control Trumpy Poo. Get the fuck out of here. All right, next one. You know, aliens are everywhere. They could be on the pod. Yeah, they're they illegal. Trump's anywhere. kicking them out. <laughs> That was way too much of a Trump joke for me. I got to tone it down a little bit. Uh, all right. Next one on the list. What is a Visco girl? So it's like an, an e-girl. She's a filter babe. Uh, she, she, she might do sponsorships. Um, you know, she gets paid to post selfies with things just randomly placed. You know, I, she, she, She's goals for a lot of young kids, but she's not goals for me because, you know, I'm older than a Visco girl. I can't be one. So, uh, so you can't have older Visco Visco girls. I haven't heard of them. I mean, I I guess there's probably the exception, like a unicorn, but I don't know her. 
Okay. Well, I had no idea what this was. I had to Google that earlier. Yeah. I had no fucking clue. Apparently, Visco, uh, ac- or how it is, Harley is VSCO is a photo editing app that all these younger chicks use. You should ask me to try to spell that because I'd have been fucking wrong on a second letter. Why? Well, I, I had to do the pronunciation thing, uh, you know. Um, oh, I've had the app for years. Yeah. I thought I'm you not weren't a Visco a- girl, but I have it. She's not getting paid. She's doing it. She's an amateur visco. That's a imp- <laughs> volunteer work. Um, the next one. What is Momo? I don't know what that is. I thought that was Ramona Shelburne. Oh God. Uh, I looked up that one too. I thought it was Joey Diaz calling someone a fucking Momo, but apparently it was one of those stupid internet challenges with that girl with like the big eyes and sunken face that was like some fake picture of. Some fake disease. It's dumb. Okay, next one. What is a boomer? Oh, yeah. Um, so it's uh, it refers to the generation of the boomers. And, uh, you know, they, they don't understand what millennials are doing or the changing job uh, economy. I mean, I, I, I've never... Uh, spoken this out loud so uh yeah i mean a boomer is like a comeback for uh just the old people in your life that don't even know what the fuck they're talking about have that you, are living in 1960 have, have you ever called your dad a boomer no but he wouldn't understand like i don't think like, he's a boomer he's like 59 i don't think that's boomer I think that's it, like right. It's short for like baby boomer. It's yeah, all the babies I, that were born like right yeah, after World 50, War Two. I think fifty nine is too late. What's he Gen X? Wait, hold on. I hate all these hold labels on. for I all these fucking the, groups. I think yeah, yeah, fifty nine was when he was born. I don't think so. I don't think he's a boomer. Uh, next one on the list. What is quid pro quo? I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't know. It's like a court thing. I, I, I talked to Chris about my quid pro quos. It just means like the normal thing you would do in this situation. No, it's a standing it, no. law. Yeah, but so it's, like it's it's a Trump thing. Like people were Googling that because of Trump. Yeah, it's basically like pay for play, I think. But in Latin. A favor or advantage granted or expected in return for favor. Uh, baby boomers like. into 1964. So dad, dad and mom are both boomers. So you could use that. Boom. All right. Next one. What is camp fashion? So it was the uh, Met Gala's theme this year. Oh. Um, it's it's supposed to be just an artistic vision, like you're. You're extra, you go above and beyond, like living a fantasy, um, but it's super vague, so it has nothing to do with, like, camping. Camp fashion is the style and sensibility that regards something appealing because of its bad taste and ironic value. Campy. Like a, camp- <laughs> like a campy movie is like a, a b- movie that's so bad it's good, like Harley's favorite, Tremors. Really? I was wrong? That was a very good movie. All right. Next one is Disney Plus. We've already talked about this. 
what is Bird Box about? <laughs> was number seven on the what is? That's a lot of legs, Harley, for Bird Box there. I think that came out at the end of last year. It did, because we watched it over the holidays last year. Right. Because Craig was still living with me, rest in peace. We don't need to talk about Bird Box. What else you got on that? We need to wrap this shit There's up. There's two more. One is, what is Mandalorian? <laughs> we, we covered that already. That's but Disney, what is it? It's Disney Plus, a, a Star Wars type, a J series on Disney Plus. That's where Baby Yoda's from. So there you go. I think that's where the bounty hunters are from. And the last one, I would love for Danielle to explain this to me. What is Brexit? Oh, man, that's hard. You know, the uh, the UK is leaving the EU. Bam! And Nailed they it. haven't figured out how to do it. Nailed it. That was that was perfect. That was straight from the uh, straight from the Google box there. She probably Googled Thanks, your same NPR. list. She probably just yeah, Googled you, your NPR. list. And she didn't Google the list. But uh, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> the uh, the trending stuff was was pretty interesting to read. I didn't I didn't put together that it could be fake, but uh, you know, it was pretty interesting. Uh, what I gathered from it uh, is that to be trending in 2019 is probably a bad thing because like a lot of these people died or got into bad trouble. You know, we didn't talk about Antonio Brown, uh, Nipsey Hussle. There was some guy on here named Cameron Boyce who I'd never heard of, which was the mo- second most searched thing. Apparently, some Disney kid who died of like a seizure. Never even heard of the guy. Uh, uh, was Logan Paul on there? Uh, no, he was not. James Charles. That was number three on people. James Charles. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Be- it's YouTubers. Oh, is that bloggers. that makeup They're guy taking over the world? Is that that makeup yeah. guy? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, one, he one got of, into some drama. One of these top ten things I f- thought was funny that they had on here was recipes. Number one on the recipes really had me surprised. Put in reference, Popeye's chicken sandwich was eight. So, all right. Anyway, so thank you for joining us. On Shepherd's pie episode of <laughs> Talking Small podcast. I would have thought it was cream pie, because um, it was definitely the year of the baby in 2019, as far as we know. So it's still the year of the cream pie. I'm surprised it's not trending. Danielle, thanks for joining us and kicking off the end of the year. Uh, I will see you tomorrow. Uh, live and in person. Yeah, happy holidays. Happy holidays to the, the fam out there. Merry Christmas. All the fam. Yep, Podcast Platinum, and we out.